Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to a special five-part series on the evolving role of risk, compliance, and ethics. This series is sponsored by SAI Global. SAI Global has developed a new service offering, Ethics Anywhere. Ethics Anywhere is a modern approach to learning. It is responsive on any device, customizable for any organization, and targeted to any user, available in any location, and translated in any language. So your employees can consume content at any time and prepare for any risk. And you can collect data to measure any goal your ethics and compliance program may have. For more information on Ethics Anywhere, check out our sponsor's website, saiglobal.com. That's saiglobal.com. In this part four, I visit with Rebecca Turco. Rebecca is the Vice President of Learning Solutions at SAI Global, and we take a look at some of the current trends in culture, ethics, and compliance, and what this means for the compliance professional going forward. This is part four of my five-part series on the evolving role of risk, compliance, and ethics as a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, back again for another episode. Uh, today, I have with me Rebecca Turco. She is the Vice President of Learning Solutions at SAI Global, and we're going to take a look at or at least discuss some culture, ethics, and compliance and how they all relate to market current trends and, and perhaps uh, what the government is looking for. So, Rebecca, uh, first of all, thank you for taking the time to visit with me today. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate you having me here. So, what I wanted to start with, uh, Rebecca, is what is the importance of adaptive learning? This is a, uh, this is a great question. The, the, uh, the adaptive learning, or what we'll call personalization, uh, is a, a huge key um, in the compliance ethics program. Uh, what we call our adaptive learning suite really looks at how do we start to differentiate um, the content uh, for the learners? How do we start to serve up content that's relevant based on role or region? Uh, and we think about how do we help learners uh, get credit for knowing risk areas? So our, our adaptive suite really focuses on making sure the learners are getting the content um, and relevant information that they need within any piece of content. So, you know, asking questions about where they work, asking questions about do they, you know, interact with government officials really starts to help us serve up content to them that's meaningful, uh, that helps them start to see what risks are in their area. It also allows us to be able to give them um, personalization to the training experience that um, is more meaningful than just kind of a one-size-fits-all. I would say the, the adaptive technology kind of has, has had a couple generations um, and, and what you, you'll start to see is that there's a million ways that you can use it. Um, and what we've done is said, okay, you know, there's, there's kind of three or four layers there. Um, the first being a very basic kind of, I want to make it a little more personalized and I want to serve content uh, to, you know, where you get to the extreme use cases. Um, you know, there's, you know, giving people credit for understanding risks or, you know, um, around a certain um, topic area. So, you know, giving them the ability to kind of, what I'll say is uh, test out, right? Asking them a series of questions. And if they know the answers and they know what the risks, risks are, they know where to go when they, you know, when they see these risks, you know, then you, they don't have to take the course. You don't need to train them. You, they've already shown competency. And so for us, it's really being able to offer that selection to our, you know, our clients and our partners to give them opportunities to really think about their program and differentiate their program. Um, I would say in, in the world today, people are looking for, you know, 
you know, to serve up, you know, compliance training, but to make sure it's as short and sweet as possible uh, and getting to the relevant pieces uh, of information. So that's kind of where our, our adaptive suite fits in. Um, uh, and it's really been an evolution. I'll say the one other use case that we found that, you know, clients um, have reacted extremely positive to is, you know, building out what we'll call branching scenarios. So building out different scenarios. Uh, so say you take a, a, a video of a, a security breach, right? And so these, these things happen on the video. Um, you're watching them unfold, you know, using adaptive technology to start to say, have the learner pick out the hotspots, pick out where you start to see a risk or something being violated, right? Branching off into different scenarios based on what you decide, because that's real life, right? If you think about today and, and, and current events, you know, you, you look at companies that, you know, in an isolated group, people were making decisions and they weren't getting caught. And then, then, you know, that, that grows this kind of appetite. Well, we're not getting caught. So everyone should do it because not all the time. It's not the first decision that causes, you know, an, an ethical breach or a security breach. It's four decisions down the road. Right. And, and that's the hard part in training to get to, right. It's not always just as black and white as it's the conflict of interest. There's usually other things tied in there. So when I think about adaptive technology, you start to say, you know, companies, similar to like Wells Fargo, where you, you were doing things or people in your business were making decisions. No one was getting caught, which then festered this ability for people to think that this is okay to do. And it wasn't until three or four or five down the road, you know, years and other decisions did you come back to the, the, the root cause. That's real life. That's how, that's how companies work. You're, you're very unlikely that something happens and that day that you catch it. Um, it's the decisions that happen after that and the things that happen. So it, Using adaptive technology helps you kind of branch that um, that scenario, that real life scenario, into a, an employee or a learner's, um, you know, uh, compliance program. So let me take a sort of a specific example. Um, Obviously, our listeners are going to be very aware of anti-corruption compliance training based on the FCPA, but GDPR went live on May 25. And for, uh, I think, most Americans, this was a new set of regulations. And so they may have needed a foundational uh, learning course, e-learning course, but then they may have needed additional uh, learning uh, to help facilitate the foundation. How would you suggest uh, a company uh, structure that type of program where it's really uh, a new law, although the concepts have been around a while, uh, but a new set of regulations that U.S. companies have to comply with? So I'll, I'll give you the, the, the example of how SAI kind of stepped up to GDPR and what we did. And, and that was really thinking about what are the basic pieces of regulation that every employee needs to know. So what are, you know, the common grounds that regardless of what role you're in and, and what job you're doing or what function you're doing, you need to know, you know, these basic principles. And then what we did is we asked a series of questions up front um, that were very specific to, you know, finding out people, what people did in their daily jobs to say, if you're, processing data, right? Or if you're looking at um, files that contain this type of data, answer yes or no. If you answered yes, you were put into, it, I'll say, a, a, a track that started to give you more information about the rules and, and the rules and the regulations around your job or um, what a data processor was or a controller was for GDPR. So really it's saying there are, everyone needs to know, to your, to your point, everyone needs to know what GDPR is. They need to understand um, well, you know, what we'll say the foundation is, but then you have specific people in your company that need to know more. And what we do is use our adaptive technology to be able to target those learners to give them more training around that, um, but still giving everyone that base training. And what that helps you uh, 
it helps you kind of control the program to rolling out one piece of content for everybody, but being able to kind of uh, provide uh, detailed context uh, around this regulation for uh, um, learners who need it because their job is, you know, really in the data in the data world. Um, so that's that's how we use adaptive and GDPR. I think that's that, that's a good use case. So one of the things that uh, companies are concerned with, because frankly, the regulators are concerned with, is the issue of effectiveness. But the regulators have said, how do you prove? How do you demonstrate? What data do you have? How can a client, a customer of SAI Global work with yourself or uh, any of your team and your systems to help demonstrate, to be able to document to the government of training effectiveness? Yeah, effectiveness is, is the key story to the, the compliance space, right? It's really about showing how have I done, um, what have I done to make sure that this is an effective program. So what we, you know, uh, what we've done at SAI is think about two things. Data is data. You can collect as much data as you want for any, any reason. If the questions you're asking, if the content you're writing and designing isn't meaningful, then the data you're getting isn't meaningful. And back, you know, five years ago when you, you've got kind of blanket content, pro, you know, compliance programs that have everyone's receiving the same content, your data was basically check the box. Everyone got 100. We check the box. We, we show regula uh, regulators we're, we're good to go. Uh, that's not the case anymore. You, you really have to think about um, data and how to use it to make your program um, smarter and to make you understand where your risks are. So we collect we think about our questions first, right? We build content that has thought-provoking questions in it. We're capturing all of that data. So as a, as a learner goes through and maybe there's a scenario that they're asked, what do you think? And they're just giving kind of their, their opinion. We're collecting that data then to start to analyze on the back end to say, you know, based on this course, based on this learning experience, we can see two trends here, right? You've got a problem with, uh, I don't want to pick on sales people, but your sales team, right? They, they, they seem to have a disconnect between what they can report and what they can't report, right? And once you start to get that data, you can start to target training or target campaigns to that team around that risk area. So we, we, we did a, um, a white paper with a, a client of ours uh, that's published on our website, but really, you know, being able to show that and then that, that following year, right, to give that training, the, the same training or, or a different training, same risk area to show that people came from, you know, 20% competency to 80% competency, right? You have to show that, they're, you, that, that that needle is moving and that you're providing them the tools in order to get, make sure they have the knowledge and the competency to, to, you know, pass that assessment or, you know, understand those risks of the business. So, you know, for me, the, the effectiveness story goes beyond, you know, your check the box. It goes to ask the meaningful questions, get their gut reaction. 90% of people in the business today are making decisions very quickly. They don't have time to think. They're, they're making decisions. They're, there's pressure on them to meet goals. There's pressure on them to, to get things in timelines and deadlines. And so you need to understand under pressure, where are employees? What decision are they going to make? And once you understand that, then you can start to understand how do you get them training, right? How do you make sure that when they're under that pressure, they know exactly what to do? There's nothing else that they need to consult with and that they're not just going to, you know, respond for the sake of response. You know, that's the data that we're collecting. That's the information we can provide back to our clients. And it can be as simple as, you know, a, a job function or a region, or it can be as complex as people in this job function in this region um, in this risk area, you know, look like there's an opportunity to help them understand more. Or there's an opportunity to have some more training or campaigning around a certain, um, a certain risk. 
So, Rebecca, unfortunately, we're near the end of our time. Today, I've been visiting with Rebecca Turco, the Vice President of Learning Solutions at SAI Global. Rebecca, thanks for taking the time to visit with me today. Thank you for having me, Tom. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode in our five-part series, The Evolving Role of Risk, Compliance, and Ethics, sponsored by SAI Global. This five-part series is a special production of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.